Welcome to Zen Bites, where we blend ancient wisdom and business continuity, empowering mindful entrepreneurs to create a CX-focused Zen lifestyle business. So welcome, Carol. Welcome to Zen Bites. Thank you so much for, for having me, Shane. How are you doing today? I'm great this morning <laughs> excellent excellent yeah it's it's you know isn't it really like the best way to start the day believing that every day is great and that it's a it's a blank slate of opportunity definitely yes i like that i like that <laughs> blank slate yes each day begin with a blank slate sure. yeah. yeah yeah i mean it's why carry you know anything you know, just what, what do you want to create today? And, um, <laughs> yeah, set your intention and, you know, fill up that slate. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> See what the slate looks like at the end of the day. <laughs> so why don't you tell us about, um, uh, well, share with us what inspired you your your interest in starting love eat heal ah well you know it's 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 one of those interesting questions because it, what i really 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 believe is that everything that you do in, in 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 your entire life leads to like every moment right and so it you know i while i want to identify it was an auto uh, an incurable theoretically incurable eye disease that led me to the creation of Love, Eat, Heal. But it really is my life's experience that, like, and my whole trajectory that has pointed me in that direction. Um, and much of the part of my life, you know, the beginning, like after college and kind of going to Wall Street and doing all this stuff that was so out of alignment with my soul was really setting me up for where I am today and understanding that that autoimmune disease was you know a, a, a tap on the shoulder maybe it was more like a um you know a, a, a like baseball bat over the head I don't know um that the universe had been giving me signs all along that that you know and I did make changes, right? So I, I moved from Wall Street, but I still carried that same um, unconscious belief system about the way the work, the world worked, or the universe worked, or whatever you want to call it. And and so I kept sort more or less repeating you know, a similar set of uh, circumstances in my life, and it really took. Um, confronting the potential of going blind and having the Western medical model fail me to, you know, explore truly what, what is this, this amazing life that we have all about and how do we tap into, um, to infinite possibilities. And, and one of those infinite possibilities for me was healing, right? Like if, and it was a download. I was actually walking on the beach one day and, you know, I was just praying, like, how am I going to, like, these drugs are making me, you know, like, super sick. I 
you know, and then I, I remember it. I was starting to even one of the um, side effects was tinnitus, right? And all of a sudden, I had ringing in my ears, and I was like, "This is not going well, right?" Like, and, and like, and these drugs are not even meant to heal, right? Because it's incurable, so they're just masking whatever it is that I have. And it was just like, all of a sudden, it was just like, "You're done. You're not. You're, you're done. You're not doing this anymore." I like you. You. You have the power to heal yourself. It's within you. And it just, and then the the world opened up to me and, and, you know, the healing world opened up to me. It was like all of a sudden just, you know, I was tripping into like shaman and acupuncturists and Cherokee medicine doctors and you name it. And, um, and plant medicine and, um, and then I was just on my own exploration. So I, I, and none of it was to like create a business, right? It, it was just to like, you know, figure out how to, how to heal myself. right? <laughs> and um, so I got my health coaching certification and I learned so much and, you know, in that program. And I was like, well, you know, I'm not, I'm just not, I'm, this is just for me. And then I was teaching an anti-inflammatory cooking class because cooking is, uh, you know, something that's been um, a theme throughout my life and, you know, never really did it as a, um, it, it, I wasn't a chef or anything, but I, I had a storytelling platform where I um, actually interviewed people about their family recipes and the stories around them for about 10 years. And I had an NPR radio show and a, a PBS TV show. And um, so when I, realized I needed to just shift my eating to anti-inflammatory cooking. So anyway, I was in a, teaching a class and this woman comes up to me and she's like, I really think you would like Dr. Joe Dispenza. And I thought, you know, is he at Mass Eye and Ear? I had no idea who he was, but he's, he's a, <laughs> he's a meditation instructor. Um, he, he, he teaches the science um, and biology behind why meditation actually works and I I found that very agreeable to me because you know it, it I have two set sides of my brain one is incredibly logical and didn't really understand how to um to wrap my head around like how do you just quiet your mind and so anyway so I, I started studying with him and I ultimately got trained as one of his consultants and um i had also practiced qigong and in my and actually kung fu in in, in different parts of my life and so i, I went back to qigong because i understood that you know in studying meditation that it's really the invisible that we're trying to connect to and that qigong qi means energy um and is the um, practice of opening up your invisible energy channel channels or your meridians in your body. So, um, and then a bunch of other certifications. But it, but the net net is that um, love, 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 eat, heal came to me intentionally because love really is about loving yourself first, which is that part that it, that that healing part that we all need to. Um, and I think that's the, the key is, is, you know, un, undoing 
the, the parts of ourselves that that no longer serve us so that we can open ourselves to loving ourselves and to truly loving others um the eating eat part is the eat consciously and and i really um it boils down to not only the food that we eat but also the media that we consume the knowledge the information that we allow into our into our being i i truly believe that we digest the universe and um and lastly i believe that heal the heal part that everybody has something to heal it, it could be teeny weeny to massive but um there i think we're a planet in trauma right i mean we've just lived through a pandemic like if you don't think we need healing after that <laughs> um and maybe you know like but anyway so that's really what probably to love eat heal and it's you know it's it's a multi um level opportunity for people to work with me um either taking them through the change your mind create new results program that i'm certified to teach through dr joe dispenza or one-on-one -on -one coaching where i fuse all of my um my collective wisdom through the certification and my life and and then qigong you know i teach um i teach qigong so i'm sorry that was super long-winded <laughs> i love the concept <laughs> So you mentioned conscious eating. Can you um, explain that a little bit more to us? Sure. So many of us, and you know, we live in this go-go modern world, right? So, um, and we've we grew up with commercials, with like, I mean, you know, colored cereal, like you know, like you know, rain, the rainbow colors of cereal, like I mean, just and that that looks so amazing and. Um, and, um, a lot of foods, fast foods, you know, the food industry itself is really organized to, um, create cravings within us. I mean, they, they put tons of, you know, fat, sugar, and salt in, um, I even read once, um, I think it's a book called the end of overeating where like the restaurant, some of the restaurant chains understood that if you actually like almost made like chicken you know like um so that it melts in your mouth that you would eat more eat faster right like and like yeah so it's just like this crazy thing that you know and, and so i think a lot of us go through life um unconsciously eating right but you're just you 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 know either you have beliefs from your family eat breakfast lunch and dinner and you sort of like you just go automatically through life and you're not really thinking about it. And, um, and, and so it's really not only thinking about what you're putting in your body, but also the consciousness of what you're putting in your body. Um, you know, have you ever eat, gone to a restaurant and come home and the food was really good, but you felt a little like agita or like, you know, um, indigestion? And I often think it's because the chef was probably angry, right? And he put his energy in the food because you really can't separate, you know, energetics at all because we're 99.999999% energy. And so why wouldn't the food, the people that cook our food, the, you know, ingredients in our food matter? Um, they do. <laughs> so, so that's, the, you know, kind of food conscious, the actual like substance that we 
we masticate that we chew like to be conscious of that um but then to be conscious that you know we digest more than just food and you know there's a lot of um stomach you know a lot of people have intestinal issues like ibs and um and i i i've come to the conclusion myself <laughs> like this is just me my my point of view that um because we live in a in a very um stressful society that's you know and we create stress from our thoughts because you know in that in that that's that um survival mechanism that we've sort of outlived like we no longer need to survive you know in in you know in the in the natural world right against predators and have to like forage for food i mean we have an abundance of that we have houses with heat and air conditioning like so that survival mechanism got us to this place but now we've replaced it with worry worry about everything like worry like just thoughts creating putting us in survival and by the way the news which um they all understand neuroscience, right? They understand how to limbically hijack us and get us into fear. And, you know, and so when we consume news, I don't care, like, which news channel, like, it, 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 it's, it's designed to get us addicted to it. It's designed to put us in fear. And when we're in fear, we're in survival. And when we're in survival, guess what happens? Our, you know, focus narrows, our pupils dilate, our um, blood goes to our extremities, our digestion slows down. Um, and, you know, hence, like, we are not able, right, to digest, right? Like, we, we put ourselves where um, bringing in those things from the universe or from the, you know, exterior into our into our being is impacting you know our whole digestion digestive system so so conscious eating is you know the food and the knowledge and information we're consuming and and the awareness of it so you know it's not to say that we can't be aware right and i think this is a, you know, there's a paradox or a um dilemma that we have right like as being conscious citizens right um is like you know where's that line between um like having information so we know what's going on and having it harm us um and you know on a daily basis so you know it's it's a really fascinating time that we're in <laughs> That's, I mean, when you digesting the news, that, yeah, <laughs> that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I stopped. I mean, I, you know, like, yeah. if some people are like, what are you kidding? Like, how could you live? You know, you're, you know, like, I said, I live to, I live for joy and happiness. That's Great. why we're here. <laughs> <laughs> so, in regards to healing, um, mm. would you say that there are past experiences that we're not conscious of that um, need to be resolved before we can actually um, heal the wounds left by 
these experiences. Yeah, uh, and it's it's really like that whole notion until we can make the unconscious conscious. You know, we really can't like. Um, I think we're going to look at everything that happens in our life more or less as fate or like, you know, whatever you want to call it. Right. But, and, and the, 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 the way that I help my clients and, and how I help myself because like, and I'm still excavating my unconscious like beliefs and thoughts and patterns um, because we're, we're like works in progress, right? This is like our journey. And what I found is that, you know, that it really starts with, um, you know, at least in the beginning, recognizing some signature behaviors, some um, patterns that um, that you can, you know, see in yourself. And so it's like if I look at myself and, you know, a lot of times I remember, you know, just talking to friends, why does this always happen to me? And it's like, well, you know... It's maybe because you have high expectations and those high expectations create disappointment and frustration. And energetically, you're, even though you're coming in with the smile, you have, I was carrying a, a low energetic signature in, in ways, right? And, um, and I'm a people pleaser, right? So when you're a people pleaser, you also suppress your own needs. And so those get shoved down because, and why do we shove down our own needs? Well, then you have to figure that out. Like, you know, is that where is the unworthiness? Where does the low self-esteem come from? And then, you know, once you start asking yourself those questions and you realize, oh, I could tie that back to, you know, a swimming lesson when I was like five years old, you know, and, um, and that's, like a point where I was actually, I mean, I'll tell you the story. It was like, I was at the teachers told me to get out of the pool and I was like, okay. And she had me sit on the side and then she continued to work with the other students. Well, what I didn't know was it was because I already knew how to swim and I already mastered the strokes, but I was, I, it, but I was, I was, I felt rejected, cast aside, not included, right? So that little moment that was super, I mean, harmless, the teacher didn't mean it, but I absorbed that as rejection, not being part of a group. And, you know, but, so that's how I began to create, like, stories, you know, without knowing it around that, like, and then, you know, by the way, the story kept happening because <laughs> I thought it was my story. And, um, and so it's, 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 it's that sort of work where, but we start with looking at the big picture, right? Some of those, you know, signature characteristics of ours, signature, you know, emotional feelings. Um, and then, um, and then, you know, and, and then, figuring out how to replace them. So what do I want to replace that with? If I feel like um, I've missed out on, you know, being part of a group, then, you know, my intention now is friends and laughter, right? Like, and, and, you know, and, and so I have that clear intention and the, you know, the, the elevated emotion, because you really need to like replace that, that, that rejection, that sadness with, with something. So we get to get rid of the, 
that old, but we really have to target, gosh, you know, what would that, how would that make me feel? It would make me feel like loved and, um, and, um, joyful and connected. And, and so those, that becomes my target. And so when I say we have the blank slate in the morning, we get to choose like now, like, so in the morning you should see, you know, and I do this all in journaling, right? Like, like, I this I had a very long journal experience this morning because um, for some reason I was just not you know drinking my Kool Aid yesterday right I was sort of like um, like I was a little like you know going on the negative and I was like okay but emotions are signals when we're not in alignment I was like so what's out of alignment for me like what's not working and so um, so. Instead of um, truly exploring that, what I decided to do was write what is working, right? What's working? What have I created? So that I changed my vibration this morning to like honoring like the creation. And then I wrote, because when we ask the big questions, like um, something ha you know happens in our brain, um, the, the frontal lobe, which is the creative center in our brain, which knows how to... Um, kind of go and collect all the, the knowledge and wisdom and information that we have in our brain for our entire life. And it starts coming up with creative solutions and answers for us. So my question was, so what am I missing? Like, I've, I have all this beauty that I created everything that here's all the great like why, you know, so I said, you know, why do I still feel a bit lonely sometime? That was one question. And then, you know, I just, I just let it flow, right? And um, what would it be like um, to have um, a great, consistent, mutual pal? Like, I, I, I have all these, like, lovely, like, friends, but, um, but like, I just, I want, I want, like, this, like, kind of gal pal. Like, I have a great husband. Like, I have all great. It's like, but it's like missing that, like, you just want to, like, go out for a quick lunch and you don't need this big plan you know, and it's okay if you call them and not text them <laughs> and, um, and then um, and then of course the you know, checking back into feeling you know that that healthy right that whole wholeness and um, and so and then I just allowed myself to like free flow right to like connect with the answers for myself with those questions and so um and so I ended up at the end saying, I create my reality. I am whole and healthy. I have friends and laughter and I am wealthy and abundant. And I said, onward to my day. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so. so love, eat, heal is a process for, uh, for changing one's thoughts and healing their life, right? So can you explain this process, what it entails? Yes. So if you take my signature hallmark program, which is called Change Your Mind, Create New Results, it's um, it's about a 10-hour program. And if I do it online, um, you know, one-on-one -on -one or on, you know, or a small group on, on Zoom, we'll do two hours once a week for five weeks. I also do them as uh, mini in-person retreats um, at my home in Stockbridge, Massachusetts, um, probably once every two or three months. And, you know, we, we've got six to eight people. So what we do is the first part of the um, program, we, we really 
connect with that our thoughts create our destiny. And so we, I lay out the model that, um, that if we truly believe that this is true and, um, and, and then that our personality um, creates our personal reality and our personality is made up of how we think, how we act and how we feel. And so the first um, part of the model is we, we, we take our time to really understand how our thoughts and our feelings are connected and it's the thoughts, actions, and feelings, right? And so those are, you know, and so we look at a fictitious person and then we apply it to ourselves. And then, um, and then in the second um, week, we look at um, what are the things that we need to think greater than, right? So that if we are not changing, what do we need? And, and there, there are three things we have to think greater than our environment. There's like, there are people, things like, you know, people on our commute, you've seen it, like you're driving along and all of a sudden, subconsciously, what a jerk, right? Like, <laughs> like, you know, we do it all the time. We let like these things come in and like, you know, railroad us. And then, um, so um, our body, and when we say our body is the other thing we need to overcome, it's the emotions that we store in our body. So that this is a really deep dive into um, the biology of how our thoughts create chemicals and that how, you know, there is a loop that we get into. And lastly, we have to um, be greater than time. And and time is, you know, we, we look at is linear, like our past, our present, and our, and our future. And we spend most of our time thinking, you know, ruminating about our past and worried about our future and very little time in the present. And so really it's, how do we get to that present moment? And then the third section um, is we, we, we spend a lot of time talking about living in survival versus living in creation so that, you know, we, we understand that, um, you know, and I brought some of this up in the, the whole digestion thing um, that, do you know the statistic that 70% of us um, have, that 70% of our thoughts lead to, to the hormones of stress, cortisol, adrenaline. I mean, that's a lot of stress to overcome, right? That's a lot of overcoming. And, um, and then we, then we move into the fourth section where we um, learn about um, the parts of our brain and how they're designed that align with going from thinking to doing to being so we have you know our our you know our um, neocortex which is our thinking brain we have our limbic brain which is our doing feeling brain and our cerebellum which is um, the seat of our um, our um, procedural member me memory or our habits and you know what we want to do is like undo habits that no longer serve us right and and put create new habits that are going to create the, the life of our dreams and um and then the last section we um we basically put it all together and we just study the brainwave states that right now we you and i are in low beta we're having we're you know we're having a, a lovely conversation we're not there's no stress so we're not in high beta um and you know it's a, it's a beautiful place to be, but to to get into um, a brainwave state where we could create, right? Where we can actually um, make our our thoughts more real. Then um, we we need to slow our brainwave states down. And so we really um, through meditation we get into an alpha or um, a theta brainwave state, 
And when we can get into theta um, through a little breath work and guided meditation, um, it really um, helps us um, create um, manifest faster. And um, and I'll just give your listeners a little you know clue here that. Um, remember I mentioned about like the news media, well, there's also the advertising industry. And so they understand all of this too. So back in the olden days, now everything's on, you know, it's the, you know, Facebook and the internet. Um, but there was the, the infomercial, right? So, and when was the infomercial on? It was on at like midnight, right? 1130, right after. And why? Not because it was the best time slot because they got it. Like, TV puts you in a trance, right? Like you kind of, I mean, you just kind of sit there, right? Like just like you watch and then you're watching the news and the weather, right? And you're sort of like in this like lower, you know, that you're in a, in a trance brainwave state. And then the infomercial comes on. So you're super suggestible. (laughs) (laughs) So we're just going to put ourselves into that state. But what we're going to be suggesting for ourselves our like what is our clear intention and our elevated emotion what is the life that we want to create and um and and be the creator of our life not allow all this other stuff to create the life that you know we possibly don't want um so that's that's how it all happens (laughs) (laughs) that brings me to tv programming (laughs) (laughs) truth So you mentioned Joe Dispenza's work. Um, yeah. Can you explain how his techniques are helpful to love, eat, heal? They're helpful because, um, well, for one, I'm just going to say that it's his work that has, um, from my perspective, helped me um, be where I am today, where I'm off of all Western medicine um, or rather pharmaceuticals, because <laughs> like, medicine is actually a good thing. Um, um, and, um, and, you know, I can see, I can drive, I like all my major symptoms are gone. Um, and I, I basically use that clear intention with an elevated emotion. And I literally like for several years just wrote in my, my journal and then took it into meditation that I am whole and healed. I see, I can see clearly I am free. I have the freedom, you know, that healthy eyes, you know, afford me. And, um, and I just, you know, kept that as my, my, as my focus. And so it is, it is the work that has, has helped me, you know, not only in my, on my healing journey, but it's also the work that I'm, you know, help using as the initial program when you work with me to, you know, help you on whatever healing journey it is. I, I work with CEOs who are trying to just figure out how to be better leaders. I work with a lot of women with autoimmune diseases who are, are struggling um, the way I did with, you know, kind of knowing that, like, these um, drug options are 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 not healing options they're suppress they're suppressing right so they they sort of make life easier but 
they produce all these other results. And um, so that's really, so it's, it's, it's coming, it's the way in. And then after that, I introduce all this other beautiful stuff, like the five element consciousness framework with the, um, the Qigong and, um, and, and the movements and some, and some breath work and, um, and all of these tools are for, to regulate our nervous system, to keep us out of fight or flight, to keep us um, in the creative state. Nice, nice. So speaking of tools, what are some tools <laughs> you would suggest taking along, <laughs> well, using along the process of changing our thoughts to that of healing ourselves? Well, it might be of no surprise to you, but the, one of the most powerful, and I think you've covered this in, in, in um, a couple of your interviews, um, is breath work. Um, I mean, breath is life, right? I mean, and, and the simplest breath work could change the trajectory of a day, right? Like, so say you get a bad a phone call and it's just like puts you in a bad mood. You could just do a simple box breath where you breathe in for four, hold for four, release for four you know, and then hold for four. And if you do that, it will, you know, put your heart rate into, um, you know, a, a much more coherent state. And, and, and then you can move on with your day and not take those, um, those, those stress chemicals forward to create even more stress in your day. Like you, you kind of like stop them in their tracks. You like regulate your nervous system. Um, there are some other, you know, like, Qigong, even just, um, you know, there's, there's, you know, a few different, um, wonderful movements. I mean, I, you know, we, we, we do, I mean, even like we take our hands and we hold, you know, put one hand over our heart, the other hand over, over, over the other hand. And we just, we just go do a circle around our heart. And, you know, it just, it, it takes the focus off of, like the external and just reminds you to connect with your heart. Right. And that's just such a, a small tool, but it's, it's so powerful. Um, and then there's some just like ones where you just have to just be draconian with yourself. If you're in a loop where you're just like, you can't get out, you just have to like, you know, one of my clients calls it the snip snip tool, but it's the stop it tool where you just need to stop. Right. You just have to tell yourself like, stop. Right. Like, because you know we do we go in these like we could go like um and then meditation of course and meditation is whatever works for you like you could just you could find like lovely five minute guided meditations on an app you know i have a bunch that i can, I can give you there's dr joe dispenza like there's a meditation to fit every 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 person right like it's 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 like um so the thing is, is, but you have to do the work, right? Like, like it's like once is not enough. Um, and by the way, it is not easy to quiet your mind, right? So you have to have the intention for it to quiet. And because um, <laughs> I think a lot of people like me, when I first started, I was just like, I'm not good at this. Like, you know, I mean, my to-do list, like the mean person, the this, the that, they all were like just jumping in. <laughs> like, so, and that's where you got to go, okay, stop. I see you. You're not welcome. Um, yeah. 
So. And lastly, um, can you tell us, tell, well, tell the listeners where they can find you online? Yes, I absolutely can. So as you, as you mentioned, my, um, my business name is Love Eat Heal. And so is my website. So it's www.loveeatheal.com. And um, you can, there's a little button where you could um, get a free 30-minute discovery call with me if you'd like. And um, I'm also totally open if you just want to email me. I mean, like, I, I, you know, you don't have to sign up for my mailing list. You know, it's like um, at Carol, C-A-R-O-E. So Carol with an E at loveeatheal.com. And just, you know, put, heard you on Zen Bites as the, um, as, as the subject. Great, great. Thank you so much, Carol. It's been a pleasure. It really has. <laughs> I really loved um, being here with you. As well. <laughs> so, yeah. Thank you for having me. So Thank much. you. Thanks for listening to Zen Bites, where we just blended ancient wisdom and business continuity, empowering you to create a CX focused Zen lifestyle business. 